in terms of the scientific revolution. But that revolution cannot become a reality unless we are prepared to make far-reaching changes in economic and social attitudes which permeate our whole system of society. That's the announcement for Mercury Control. This is Walter Cronkite back at the CBS News Control Center at Cape Canaveral. I want to put it to bed once and for all. That is a complete myth. So I collected the emails and set up a list called the Drudge Report. One reader turned into five, then turned into a hundred, and faster than you could say, I never had sex with that woman, it was a thousand. It's always been a, a ruffled trade, which has tended to attract uh, non-conformists and rebels. This is the BBC Home Service. Here is the news, and this is Bruce Belfridge reading it. Bitcoin, the digital currency created a dozen years ago as an alternative to cash, is exploding in value. Will it last? The main reason I'm here is to clear my name that I have nothing to do with Bitcoin. Um, well, that's the interesting thing, thing about it. Um, unlike the money we, we typically think about, you know, dollars and euros and credit cards that have a, uh, you know, kind of one central organization that creates it and controls it, um, this is distributed. So it's it's um it's just evolved a lot the the space and and I think it's quite interesting how it started off very much as a a subject for the technology section of, of websites but has almost entirely now moved to the business and economic section of of most websites uh, the tech people just just don't really go anywhere near it anymore I think partly because the tech didn't really live up to the hype. Welcome to the Tech, Power and Media Podcast. You're listening to Billy Bambra, a freelance Bitcoin, blockchain and cryptocurrency reporter who, amongst other outlets, writes for Forbes. A disclaimer, we're not providing any investment advice here. Do your own research. This is for informational and educational purposes only. And, full disclosure, I have some exposure to cryptocurrencies and Billy also occasionally holds some small amount of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Right, with that said, on to the discussion about the P2B digital currency everyone is talking about at the moment. I mean, Bitcoin is Bitcoin is just Bitcoin and it just continues to, to, to do what Bitcoin does and doesn't really change an awful lot apart from the price going up and down <laughs> and the technology just is, is rather fixed. And so a few years ago, there was a lot of talk and hype over how blockchain was going to rev how blockchain the technology behind bitcoin was going to really revolutionize uh, all these different industries uh, pharmaceuticals and retail and supply chain management and and all these different things were going to change fundamentally because of blockchain and it just never worked and no one still really has been able to figure out a way to to properly use blockchain that isn't just kind of a, a publicly viewable database which i mean you may as well just have a database and make it be publicly viewable <laughs> so uh, the 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 technology aspect of it has kind of stagnated and what we're seeing now in the media is a lot of interest in people speculating on the price but increasingly companies speculating on the price which was the big thing started um, in the summer of last year by an american company called microstrategy and then picked up by Square and more recently Tesla, uh, who have all added Bitcoin to their books and really uh, given the uh, awareness of, the, of, of cryptocurrencies a huge boost from doing that. 
There seems to be an awful lot of reporting, YouTube videos, and all sorts of media around the price of Bitcoin. However, is there much reporting around the culture and everything else associated with the cryptocurrency? Yeah, there's a huge amount of uh, writing about the price that goes on because there is a, a huge level of readership interest. But I personally find it much more interesting to write about the, the way Bitcoin is going to change the world, why people are interested in it, how why is the technology useful or interesting? I think around this kind of time as well, over the last year or so, that we've seen just such a such a huge increase in digital services and demand for digital services and people doing things virtually, people working virtually and just kind of overall existing virtually. Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and blockchain are going to be part of this move towards a more virtual economy and society where we have to create digital scarcity and that's been done through bitcoin whether bitcoin itself plays a fundamental role in this as it develops or whether it's just the technology and the kind of ideas that bitcoin has helped us understand that we can have digital things that are scarce and we can kind of transpose the current economic environment of people existing within a finite universe into the virtual world, which currently is largely infinite, and how that will and what that will mean for, for economies, Bitcoin has, has given us an ability to kind of start building the walls of this virtual world. Bitcoin is probably best known in the mainstream media for its volatility. What about the reporting that comes off the back of it? How volatile is that? How viable is it to go full-time Bitcoin reporter? Between 20 or, or through 2017 and into 2018, I had to go freelance in, in relatively early 2018. And uh, a friend of mine was working at Forbes and said they were looking for, for contributors, freelancers, you know, from, from speaking to other technology reporters and, and people that have been doing this for some time on Forbes. I felt like the interest around Bitcoin because of the 2017 bull run was at such a, a level where this could become viable. So I, I, you know, I, I thought I'd give it a go. And you know, I, I was writing at the same time for some other industry websites and have continued to do that to varying degrees the last couple of years. But I, it really was just, uh, I thought I'd just try and see with the, the Forbes thing. And um, yeah, I mean, the, the interest is there. That enough people want to read the stories that it's um uh, it makes financial sense to be able to do it. notably more institutions seem to be investing in bitcoin therefore we could argue the respectability of the cryptocurrency is increasing but what's its reputation like among the media there there is a shift but generally it's still very much looked down upon and seen as just such a almost quite cultish niche um, and the reputation, quite deservedly so, of, of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency supporters on Twitter is so, so hostile and so unpleasant to people who just for whatever reason don't like it or don't get it or don't think it's very good. Like <laughs> perfectly entitled to their opinion that they, you know, they, they are not a fan of, of the Bitcoin and and don't think it's a good idea or you know think that it uses too much energy or or think that it's just uh, you know a bubble that that is going to burst which 
you know, are all perfectly like reasonable positions to hold. <laughs> and if you say them on Twitter, you'll just, you know, these people will just come after you and, and shout you down in a way that isn't particularly pleasant, does I think turn off a huge number, the vast majority of serious business, financial, economic, and technology reporters from, from every publication. They just, they're very resistant to it. If someone sounds like they're in a cult and like they're trying to sell you something in that way, and, you know, they've got a weird glint in their eye when they're trying to say it to you. Like um, people are, so yeah, it's something that the, the industry has to, has to figure out really and just really just calm down and just don't like if if you're so sure that it is the future and that it is the is you know is a very important revolutionary technology you don't need to bully other people into agreeing they'll just come around to it naturally like the latest bitcoin rally hasn't just benefited the holders of the cryptocurrency but the media that covers it as well with that in mind is billy at all anxious about what a bear market will look like for the cryptocurrency Somewhat. Um, I think if I'd have, if I was coming to it now, then yeah, I would, I would think like, what on earth am I going to write about if the price isn't going up every day and there's not, you know, people like Elon Musk jumping on Twitter to, to say Dogecoin's going to the moon, whatever, what will I write about? But, you know, I did it for, for two years through a, through a bear market that saw the Bitcoin price go down by 90% of its 2017 high so and you know that really dragged on for a long time during that time we had Facebook coming out with its own cryptocurrency which still hasn't launched <laughs> China's development of its digital yuan America's development of the digital dollar ish there was many other things going on all uh, around the technology and all based off of Bitcoin and blockchain that fit under the the broad umbrella and I think that once this bubble bursts and the price goes, I'm sure it's going to go rock bottom again sooner or later, there will be those similar kind of technologies still bubbling under the surface that hopefully will then, you know, we'll be able to slow down and take a look at them and see how they're getting on and, yeah, find, find some interesting things to write about. I mean, one of the ones that, something that I've been following for, for a long time that has, you know, finally kind of started to get a lot more mainstream attention is is Jack Dorsey's interest at Twitter and through his company Square uh, about decentralization and and decentralizing the web and and web 3.0 and and the way social networks are going to become more decentralized and Jack Dorsey seems to be leading that from within Silicon Valley but then there are a lot of other companies doing things on the sidelines of that are going to really try and disrupt the the current social media power players. Moving away from talk about Web 3.0, I wanted to return to Bitcoin and what the work looked like. Was it just reports on the price going up and down? Or did Billy have a chance to write features and conduct interviews? Um, last week, I, I interviewed um, YouTuber Jake Paul about his plans for a cryptocurrency. And it got like... I mean, I thought it would have done a bit better, but it got you know, very few people were interested. And I think it's not that they weren't interested. It's just that there's just such a deluge of, of Bitcoin price stories coming out all the time that it just got drowned. But, you know, um, Jake Paul, the YouTuber, is, is thinking about starting his own cryptocurrency, which is something that a lot of these other celebrities thought about doing in 2017 as well. But 
I think the industry has now matured to the extent that people could do it in a way that's beneficial for them and for fans. Like, I think it is just a, a somewhat viable thing. But, you know, I wrote a thousand word piece about it with you know, a couple of interviews in it. And, you know, I still, I still cover, well, not all of, but a lot of the, the bigger industry news when um, Bank of New York Mellon recently uh, unveiled its its cryptocurrency plans you know I you know I interviewed them about what how they would what exactly they were doing and how they would do it um, yeah I mean I, I try and do the more quality pieces as as much as I can really but it's especially in a bull run is harder to do because everything just gets drowned out then there is the issue of geography as you can probably tell from his accent, Billy is reporting from the UK on a cryptocurrency largely followed in the US for a publication headquartered in America. I wanted to find out if he thought Europe had its own Bitcoin community and what that looked like. Europe has largely failed to develop much of a Silicon Valley outside of Silicon Valley. I think it's something that lots of places have been trying to do for a long time. And there's been repeated sort of attempts at it. London's done relatively well in the fintech space, and there's quite a lot of uh, interesting technology companies there, but they're still so relatively few and far between. And it's the same sort of across Europe, that there's sort of odd bits and bobs here and there, but they just don't have the same concentration. There's still no big technology superpower, like there are about 10 of in Silicon Valley. <laughs> so it's, it's exactly the same situation with cryptocurrency stuff as in in terms of covering it i mean i my coverage is so u.s centric that i mean a lot of the people i speak to don't even realize i'm not in america and a forbes readership is overwhelmingly american as well but a, a very small percentage of my readers come from europe or uk the uk is the the highest proportion of, of them understandably i suppose because of the english language I, I really do write from a very American perspective and, you know, I have the, the same problems I think of everyone is in, in the West of covering East Asia and you know, trying to understand exactly what's going on there is always a bit of a mystery. I do often hear from either companies in, in, in London and, and people in London that are doing great things and, and very interesting things and, and you know, I, I do talk to them. As, as much as I can, which um, is always great. And, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not something that I think because of my readership and because of Forbes's audience pretty broadly, I, I stay quite American focused and almost intentionally. And in wrapping up, I asked Billy whether he thought his location was an advantage or an disadvantage. For me, it's only an advantage I found it. I mean, my, my schedule generally is, has been, is always quite loose. So uh, I think I, I benefit from that as well. But I've always found it to be quite a good thing that I can sort of get a, a story out in the morning before the Americans have woken up yet. And then they will wake up and read it. <laughs> so, so it's quite good for getting ahead of the news cycle.